Wednesday afternoon, time for a bit of Walk the Talk. That's Hong Kong history with Paul Harrison. And uh, today we're going to be talking cops and robbers or yeah. something like that. Mm. Goodies and baddies. It is, yes. As you were telling me earlier. <laughs> Oh, and in 1918, there was one of the worst incidents in the history of the Hong Kong police. And I should thank a policeman who helped me with my inquiries uh, in compiling this. Where did this take place? This took place in Gresson Street, which is in Wan Chai, part of Walk the Talk's upcoming project on Wan Chai. Mm -hmm. And it's now a small market street. It's now um, a building called Kelly House, and at the ground floor... Uh, there's a, one shop selling towels and the other is um, a greengrocer's. So this general inconspicuous building uh, is actually the site of one of the worst incidents in Hong Kong history where several policemen were shot dead and several bad guys. What had happened was that the police were in a high state of readiness because the week before, a policeman called Johnson had been um, murdered and a sapper, a royal engineer called Blumfeld, had been arrested because he was uh, acting drunk and was acting suspiciously around the area of the Ship Street brothels. And some things had been stolen from the barracks that are currently the Carmel School and Watchdog and Mother's Choice in Borrett Road. And the police were investigating these by checking the houses, seeing if there was anything stored there, see if they can find any incriminating evidence. In this time, Aggressum Street was a street full of um, short-let houses and shops fronting it. Number six was, at the time, in, uh, lived in by Chan Lung Builder's Shop. But behind this was some short-let buildings. So, policemen O'Sullivan and Clark go in to investigate and are shot dead. They, they get nine bullets hitting them, um, five in one, four in the other, in their heads. And the other policemen, Chinese and Indian policemen, who were in the team, are alerted. Two of them are shot outside. Um, Sergeant Mula Singh is shot in the street and Quan Koi is shot in the backyard. Um, so the police, um, the other police, lay siege to the area. Some of the Chinese inside run out. One of them escapes and is lost to history. One of them was clobbered by an Indian watchman with his stick right. and was so arrested. The third one ran into um, a docks policeman. This doesn't, institution doesn't exist anymore. He looked after the docks. Mm. Who was the wrong person to run into? He was Henry Kidd Marriott, who was the boxing champion of Hong Kong, <laughs> a noted fencer, and... So they have a scuffle. Um, the bad guy was lucky to escape. And Marriott runs inside, gets his bullets and his gun. His wife puts her head out of the window to see which way the bad guy is going. The bad guy turns, fires. Uh, so Mrs. Marriott decides discretion's the better part of valour, <laughs> shuts the shutters and stays inside. Marriott, being um, a, a docks policeman, gives shoots him, shoots him dead, and for this he's awarded a watch 
by the police. So the boxing and the fencing didn't come in? No, he had his chance to box him when they ran into each other, Um, but he lost the chance to use that, so he he had to resort to shooting him. So the uh, bad guy's dead. He's checked and he's initially thought to be not Chinese but Korean or Japanese Mm -hmm. because he doesn't look like a southern Chinese, but he's later found to be Chinese called Ng Ming. One bad guy called Ah Leung is stuck inside the building and it, the police lay siege to it. Others come to the area, the army come, the fire brigade come. Oh my goodness. Governor May, being an ex-policeman himself, comes. And so this makes him the only time a governor has been on at the scene of an ongoing crime and what to do with this person who's locked in. The fire brigade says, I know, let's set fire to the building. <laughs> Not often the fire brigade says that. <laughs> they also say, we can also flood him out with putting in our hose pipes in. Um, and do they? they? They don't. They get him out another way. Um, the police send in a party to rescue the corpses of um, O'Sullivan and Clark. And another ex-policeman called who was now a revenue inspector called Wilden goes in and finds him um, locked in the building and has a conversation along the lines of if I come out will you shoot me? No, certainly not. Surrender. Okay, can I have some Chinese policemen to negotiate with? So some Chinese policemen go up negotiate with him but Arlong decides to stay inside the authorities decide enough's enough, and at 2.30, the military bring a bomb um, <laughs> oh my God. and detonate it. Um, the, uh, Arlong decides to commit suicide and kills himself. So the bomb didn't do it? The bomb didn't get him. He, um, he, he shot himself. Okay. Um, Goodness, a bit so, <laughs> over the top, all of this. Yes. So the, Any idea what the baddies were up to? Um, well, and investigating their property, they found lots of housebreaking equipment. They found uh, crowbars, choppers, axes, wire gags, and 182 rounds of equipment. So there's one bad guy who survived. One's escaped. To get, um, one was shot by Kid Marriott, and one committed suicide. The one who was clobbered... Um, arrested. was arrested so he's taken to court now there's a problem of the legal system all he's actually done that's been witnessed is running out of a building where there's gunfire happening mm. so there isn't really anything to hang on him and the police didn't help it the case because it was found by the defence that a detective Sun Toy had been concocting a story to try and get him into trouble and this person, I should add, is the younger brother of the one who was shot. And his story, because that's all they have to go on, is that uh, the police had come in and he was a fishmonger and the police had hit people and someone had fired back. It wasn't him. Okay. So he was actually let off on a technicality because they had nothing to hang on him. But justice caught up with him in the end. A year later, he was found guilty of being naughty and hung. With something else? Ah. 
So that got him. For the other characters in the story, two Clarks. Clark is one of the policemen who got killed, um, joined the Hong Kong police. One of these died in the Stanley internment camp and is buried in Stanley. And also a grandson of the one who was shot died in Stanley, who was a baby, and he's buried in Stanley. Marriott had a heart attack in the Stanley internment camp and is also buried in Stanley. He had retired in 1923 and gone on to join the Kowloon Wharf Police, so he went to a similar job. He was a volunteer in the Hong Kong regiment but hadn't joined the battle, so I don't know, he may have been ill. And we don't know what happened to his watch, whether he'd had to swap it for food... Mm-hmm. Um, was there an internment or whether the family still got it. Interestingly, there's a representative of the, both the Clark family and the Marriott family still living in Hong Kong. So they may be listening to this and say, you've got a little bit wrong. <laughs> I've got the watch. <laughs> Paul, thank you very much. My pleasure. See you next week. Thank you.